Welcome to the Kelly Patrick Show. Thank you so much for tuning in. In today's episode, I am joined by returning guest Jamel Muhammad. We are doing a review of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, Season 14, Episode 9, A Woman's Right to Chop. Great episode, very timely for us to record today, which is July 1st, 2022. Really appreciate Jamel joining me. If you enjoy the Kelly Patrick Show, I ask that you send some referrals specifically to my health insurance practice. Group health insurance is what I'm looking for right now. Um, If you own a business or you know someone who is in charge of the health insurance benefits for a business, anywhere from two employees all the way up to 200, that's the sweet spot I'm looking for right now. Um, Also, my mother is Heidi Solars Coots. We share an office. I have this new nice studio for the Kelly Patrick Show, and uh, my mother and I actually do share our office area, Um, but she's a therapist, helps people with mental health problems such as anxiety or depression, Um, also addiction recovery. She's very qualified to help you with any of your therapy needs, and not just in the Louisville area, but anywhere across the country. I ask that you please send some referrals the way my sponsors. Here are the details about all of my sponsors. The title sponsor of the show is Louisville Combat Academy, located at 7908 Beulah Church Road, Louisville, Kentucky, 40228. They have a great MMA program, but also, even if you aren't planning on fighting in the cage, they have a great jiu-jitsu program for adults, female-friendly classes, and a great kids program also. Check out Louisville Combat Academy. Heidi Solars Coots. Heidi is a licensed clinical social worker and licensed clinical alcohol and drug counselor, specializing in treating anxiety, depression, trauma, and addiction with a mindful and holistic approach. Heidi is actually my mother, and I can attest she is a saint. Call her at 502-457-1823. Virtual and telephonic appointments are available anywhere in the United States. Veercast Digital Media. Veercast Digital Media at veercast.com. Matt McCarthy runs Veercast, and he is also the producer for The Kelly Patrick Show. They do video production, aerial drone photography, web design, and podcast production. Contact them at info at veercast.com to start your own video show or podcast. Also, my health insurance practice, Benefits Analysis Corporation. Based in Troy, Ohio, I work from my Louisville, Kentucky office. I can help anyone in the United States with their health insurance needs. I'm an independent broker for health insurance solutions for individuals, families, Medicare-eligible individuals, and also groups. I can also write life insurance, and long-term care. If you want to support the podcast, please send me some referrals. 502-386-0978. We're going to head to the Louisville Combat Academy Roadcaster line where I am joined by returning guest, Jamel Muhammad is on the line with me. Jamel, how are you today? Doing great. How about yourself, Kelly? Doing very well. Really appreciate you coming on uh, the episode today. Of course, Jamel is a former let's see let's see how good I can do your resume, Jamel. Okay. Former all state wrestler in the state of Kentucky, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Uh what weight class was that at? Uh that was at one forty. One forty, okay. Yep. Um Jamel then went on to begin an amateur MMA career in two thousand thirteen and he went eight and zero as an amateur before starting his professional MMA career 
where he is currently sitting at four and three as a pro. Is that about right? Yeah, that's about right. Okay. And Jamel is, of course, a very high high rank in Taekwondo, right? Uh, yeah. yeah. What's, what's your rank in Taekwondo? Uh, six degree black belt. Six degree black belt. Okay. And, and yeah. also, Jamel is a um, Brazilian jiu-jitsu black belt. I think you've been a Brazilian jiu-jitsu black belt since... I don't know, 2018 or 19 or something? Uh, yes, yeah. I guess it was 2000, 2018. 18, okay. And you received that, that black belt from Mike O'Donnell. Yes, yeah. Or actually, no, I, actually it was 2017 now that I think about it. Yeah, 2017. And did you re- receive yep. that from O'Donnell? Is that accurate? Uh, Carlson. Okay, Carlson Gracie, yep. okay. Yeah. Very cool. And you've also competed in jiu-jitsu plenty. Y- yeah. You've competed as a black belt at jiu-jitsu? Uh, a couple times, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. All right. So do you have any any uh, upcoming plans for getting back in the cage or anything like that? Uh, nothing right now, but it is something that I am kind of getting the itch for. So, uh, so, yeah. I mean, hopefully get back in there fairly soon. Gotcha. Um, most importantly, today's episode, we decided we were going to do a revisit for an old um, theme to the Kelly Patrick show, which at the very beginning, back in mostly like 2019, we had, you know, you and Doc and I would do reviews of It's Always in Sunny in Philadelphia uh, episodes. And we're trying to get back into that um, you back to the core of the show back to the core of the show you know that the bread and butter of the show that got the ratings so high i mean if you look back on the history of the kelly patrick show obviously there's one thing that formed the show and i think we'd both agree that is is what daryl ray daryl ray for sure is the 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 core of the show Um, um but Another one of the basic tenets of the show is reviews of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah, I would say that's number two for sure. Okay. In, in a yeah. show that you and I, an episode that you and I had previously reviewed is uh, season 14, episode nine, called A Woman's Right to Chop. We did, I forget the exact episode number that we did where we reviewed this, but Yanni and I were. We recent okay, so Yanni and I go through little phases where we watch movies, we'll watch documentaries, we'll bounce back and forth. Recently, we watched the entire uh, television series of Curb Your Enthusiasm. We finished that off entirely. Absolutely loved it. It's hilarious. Have you ever seen that? Uh, yes, I have. That's a very good show. It is very funny. Um, yeah. But we finished it off, and, and so what we do is we'll watch like a serious documentary or a movie, and then at the end of the night, sometimes we'll be like, all right, let's watch a Curb Your Enthusiasm episode. And we finished Curb Your Enthusiasm, so we, we, we now are starting to rotate some It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia episodes back in, and I chose for us to watch the other night A Woman's Right to Chop, revisit that episode, and I thought to myself, man, this episode's fucking gold. Oh yeah, it's it, it's a very good episode, and I guess that you know, in, in today's political climate, it it it's it, it's very current with events. Wouldn't you say, Kelly? Oh yeah, yeah. We're really what it is. The premise of a show. Actually, I'll read the description according to IMDb. It says, "When a trendy new hair salon opens up, 
right next door to Patty's, Dennis and Frank go on the offensive to stop women from cutting off their hair. Meanwhile, Mac is reunited with his childhood dog, Poppins. Okay, so that doesn't really touch on uh, exactly what the undertones or the overtones of the show really are. But the episode, as you said, it basically hints at the entire time at, at, at men feeling they are um, in the position of authority and that they have control over what women do with their bodies. Correct. And of course, just a couple weeks ago, uh, the Supreme Court over, overturned Roe v. Wade over 50 years of, of being in place where it was a federal law for abortions to be illegal in all states. Um, Roe v. Wade was overturned, and that has been a very hot-button or political issue. Um, I mean, that would be, almost be an understatement to say that over the past couple of weeks, it's been a very hot issue politically. So you're right. Very timely uh, episode for us to review right now. But ultimately, at the beginning, it starts out with... <laughs> Frank, basically, yeah. Oh, go ahead. No, you go on. You you started out. Yes. Yeah. Basically, the guys are the guys are pretty upset um, because there's a hair salon that opened up next to them, and they thought that it was going to be great for business. Um, the only problem is that women kept coming in with really short haircuts, um, and you know the the guys are basically disgusted by the sight of their hair. And, uh, in fact, Charlie even thought that they were wearing hats. <laughs> and at, at this point in the episode, you know, they're, they're going arguing back and forth. And uh, if you've watched It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia before, you know every once in a while, Max Dog Poppins pops back into the picture. Um, so Poppins ends up popping back in the picture, and he is just suggesting, like, Max, why don't you put that dog down? He just comes around every day three or four years, you know, and, and then ends up leaving. And Max says no, because basically it's Poppin's right as a man to come and go as he pleases, because men are naturally hunters and gatherers, and it's tradition. Um, and Dee says that tradition is basically BS, and these are all just rules made up by men. And women should be able to abandon babies if they want. And Max like, whoa, 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 women shouldn't be able to abandon babies. Um and at that point, another woman walks into the bar with a short haircut, and Frank's like, oh, gosh, here comes another one. And Dennis is just absolutely disgusted, and he takes a glass, and he smashes it up against the wall. And that's basically how the episode starts. Yeah, it's clear they, they, they have decided men are supposed to have short haircuts, women are supposed to be ultra-feminine, and they're supposed to have long hair. Very simple, no real room uh, for negotiation there. And they're all clearly just fucking disgusted with the women who have short haircuts. Yes. How do you feel about that, Kelly? I agree with them. I stand, <laughs> I stand behind Mac and Dennis. And, you know, I, I feel women should have short haircuts. I actually, Yanni and I brought my stepdaughter into the room the other night and I paused it and I said, hey, Carla, I would like for you to see this. This um, little scene here, she was a little confused by it, but you know, I thought it was very good as far as parenting to make sure that young kids see that, especially make sure es- that she knows, yeah. especially yeah. young women. Uh, absolutely. And and you see, Frank almost vomited at one point when he saw the women 
with the short hair. I thought that was yeah, very oh, yeah, telling. Yeah. You, don't, you do not want to discuss someone like Frank. No, not at all. Not at all. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, at, at this point, basically, you, you know, it goes back to Poppins. And Poppins, he's, he's being really, really lethargic. So they end up taking him, uh, Mac and Charlie end up taking him into the vet. And, you know, Mac's trying to figure out what in the world is wrong with him. So he starts blowing an air horn into the dog's ear. And uh, that's not working. So Charlie suggests that they should give him coffee instead. And then Mac's like, if we do both of those, like, he'll he'll pep up for sure. And then the female doctor walks in, and then she suggests that they shouldn't do that. The fe- and female doctor. That's very... Uh... <laughs> Very uh, relevant, I believe, to this episode is for some reason oh, yeah. female yeah, yeah. female uh, doctor at the the animal hospital. Oh yeah, yeah, and, and actually something ends up co- coming out with that in a minute. Um, the the doctor says that Poppins is pregnant, and they're like, "What?" Because they both thought that Poppins was a male, and uh, they insist on still calling Poppins he, you know, even though. They say that Poppins is a pregnant female. And the doctor says that Poppins will end up dying if she gives birth. So at this point, Max, being very, very pro-life, he suggests uh, aborting the the baby dogs. Um, And, you know, even though he's pro-life, he's willing to make an exception in this case because he loves Poppins and it affects him. Um. And, and the doctor says that they aren't allowed to do that. And Mac's like, hey, let's get out of here. Let's find a male doctor. And, and the, the, the female veterinarian doctor lady, she immediately starts to say, I am a, and you know, she's going to say, I am a doctor, but they don't even, they don't even let her finish her sentence. I noticed they just, they just move on before she can even. Uh, uh, claim stake to being a doctor herself because in their mind, I mean, that's not even a, a possibility to have a fem- no way, female no. doctor. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 But, you know, at, at this point, Frank and Dennis end up standing outside the salon and they're really on a mission to stop the females from going in and getting haircuts. And they do this by showing before and after pictures of Carrie Russell's haircut. <laughs> um, it, it's true. You know what's funny? And I know Yanni won't listen to this episode, so I can, well, I, I can out her. Um, but Yanni said while we were watching this, she said, oh, it's true. Carrie Russell was very beautiful before. And then when she got a haircut, <laughs> she did not look as good. <laughs> so, so even Yanni agrees. She clearly is on the side of Dennis and Mac and, and, and Frank, or mostly Dennis and Frank in this episode. Yanni is on that side clearly in this. <laughs> well, there we go. That, that's, yeah. Yeah, that, 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 that's big. That's big. <laughs> but um, at this point, Dee ends up seeing them, and she sees a female with short hair walking by, and she basically directly points out this girl. And she says that if this girl wants to go in and get a monkey cut, that that is her right. And she gets so charged up that she goes, hey, I'm going to go in here and get a monkey cut myself. She says something to the tune of, you know, I want to protect your right to get your hair cut like any primate you want to. Right. Yes. So they're basically just calling these females who are seemingly all going into this new trendy haircutting salon 
they're saying that they're trying to emulate monkeys. So I don't know, right. you know exactly. I don't think that's a racial thing because I think it's mostly white women we see, but they're, they're basically comparing them all to monkeys, which I would yeah. say is still pretty offensive. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'd say so. I, I think that's pretty good. Their first strategy to prevent the horrible haircuts is Dennis and Frank standing directly outside of the salon and trying to talk each woman out of it who walks in there. And one of the, the things I noticed from this, Jamel, is Dennis is at his ab... You know, sometimes when Dennis just appears to just... He's had it up to here. He's at that point. Yeah. yeah. That's where he's at in this episode, where Dennis is just fucking disgusted by these women. The whole time. He's the disgusted. Time. He's psychopath Dennis. That's the version yeah. we get in this episode. Yeah, which is arguably the best Dennis. Oh, that's definitely the best Dennis. Paul, yeah. our, our good friend Paul Maskey, really articulates it well. But when you see Dennis go full psychopath and, and he gets thrown off a little bit, like he's he feels a little like threatened, that type deal, something's just out of whack. In this case, it's that women feel that they have the right to cut their hair to whatever length they want to. You really see Dennis at his best. <laughs> yeah, he's very, very angry. Not happy at all. But basically, at this point, it ends up cutting to a scene where Mac and Charlie, they're, they're calling different vets around, and, and specifically male vets. They're calling male vets. Um, and they're asking for dog abortions for their boy dog. And, um, and you know, that's not going to, well, actually a couple of them end up saying, Hey, you know, boy dogs can't get pregnant. Um, but, but they end up, you know, continuing with that anyway. And, and Frank walks, no, yeah, but, go ahead. But, but one thing I noticed is, um, they, they're both kind of confused by the fact that they've called, I think they said they've called 10 local veterinarian offices and yeah. not, none of them will take them serious. First off, as you said, they don't acknowledge that a male dog can get pregnant and then they, they, they don't schedule dog abortions. You know, that's not common. Um, but Mac and Charlie, they simply write it off to, if you go back and watch that, they say, I think it's Mac says, I don't know what the deal is. I think they're all female receptionists. Yeah. So just yeah. The, the fact that females are the ones who answer the phones, they just fuck everything up. And so therefore, that's why they can't schedule the dog abortion like they really would like to. Yeah, they completely put the blame on the female receptionist. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> So, you know, they're, they're, you know they're, they're really struggling here. And, you know, Frank ends up walking in, and Frank is angry, and he's, he's just burping nonstop. And uh, because he's furious about DD, and, uh, you know, he, he ends up getting really bad indigestion when he's stressed. And, uh, and, and Mac ends up asking Frank if he knows anybody that can do dog abortions. And Frank, you know, Frank typically pulls through in these types of situations. And Frank says that he knows the guy. And it ends up, uh, it ends up being a, uh, an African-American gentleman um, that they end up meeting in an alley. And, and he's wearing a wife beater, shorts, and a beanie. And he says that he's a doctor. And, you know, the guys, they don't really believe him. And the guy kind of, you know, blames him for being racist because, you know, obviously he's black and they think that he couldn't be a doctor. 
and they get really, really, really awkward. And then he reveals that it was a joke. And Max's like, whoa, thank goodness, because I was nervous that uh, my racism got exposed. And that, that black guy is, I'm looking at it now, the actor's name is Chad Coleman. First time I ever saw him was in The Wire. The name of his character in, in It's Always Sunny. He's a recurring character. Chad Coleman yeah. plays, his name is Z. And I think Chad Coleman, the actor, is actually born in, uh, no, I thought he was English, no, born in Virginia. Um, oh, really? But yeah, he plays a, 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 just a great character. He, he's able to just play real kind of ghetto, just super black. And he, he, he is, he's awesome. <laughs> he subtly accuses them of being racist. And, and I don't know if there's much better uh, content in It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia than when you see Mac and Charlie trying to deal with an awkward racial situation. Like in season one where, you know, they're, they're, I think it was in one of the very first, maybe it's the gang gets, yeah, I think it's the very first season, first episode of first season when they're talking to the black girl and, you know, the whole situation with the African-Americans and Charlie and, and, uh, Mac, they just get so awkward and they just don't want to say the wrong thing. And then they think, oh, did I say the wrong thing? And I don't know how, but those two play just the most uneasy white guys ever <laughs> so well. I love it. They do. They seem extremely, extremely awkward in those situations for sure. <laughs> but um, yeah, but, but moving on in the episode, so the gentleman basically says that he's he's never aborted puppies before. But he breeds them to fight, and he thinks that he could figure it out. But first, he has to find an Allen wrench. And uh, the, the guys are starting to, you know, maybe think, like, maybe, maybe this isn't such a good idea. Maybe this guy doesn't really know what he's doing. But then they end up seeing the real Poppins. And Poppins ends up coming out, and he kind of cuddles up next to the female dog, and, you know, they end up realizing that Poppins actually got this female dog pregnant. And that they, they kind of thought that Poppins was a bit of a hero and that he was coming back to take care of his family. But then it, Poppins just ends up stealing a blanket from the uh, female dog that was pregnant. And, and he ends up leaving again. Yeah. And at this, yeah. Go no, ahead. no, I was I was going to say I, I think before they jumped into that I'm trying to revisit in my head what what uh, uh, Z said. They said no, I'm not a doctor, um, or I am a doctor. You know, I was a medic in the, in the army, and then he starts saying I've done every <laughs> I've done everything with dogs. You know, I breed dogs, I, I um, perform surgery on dogs, and you see Mac and and, and Charlie just going. Their faces, they're nodding, they're happy. And then at the end, Z says, I fight dogs. And they just both go, oh. They just get very into that that beautiful uh, uh, moment of just super awkward white guy just not wanting to not wanting to touch on something that maybe is like a, a cultural black thing. or I don't know. They just do it so great. So sorry to interrupt there, but that's something I oh, remember no, from no, that no. scene. They, it's they, so they good. So good. They're like, oh. And then they're, you can tell they're kind of weirded out. They don't want to really have this conversation much anymore. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But but this kind of ends up leading to, you know, like, like you said, Dennis, he's been on edge the whole episode. Um so he ends up walking into the salon and he's ready to yell at the owner. 
And he walks in and she's actually crying on the phone because she lost her dog. And this really throws Dennis off because he says that the tears of a woman actually arouse him. And uh, then he, then he starts kind of awkwardly trying to go off on her, but he actually ends up kind of, you know, hitting on her in a horrible um, way. Dennis somehow in this series bangs lots of chicks, but when you actually see him hit on women, it's very bizarre his approach. He's just very, very forward. He's like, you know, I came in here. I was going to cancel my sister's hair appointment, but I did not account for you crying. And now, to be honest with you, I'm turned on. Yeah, exactly. Do you want to take? Do you want to take this into a different direction? And she's just like, "What the hell is this guy talking about?" Yeah, and then he just kind of starts going back and forth, and you know, like he's kind of yelling at her, but he's still kind of hitting on her. Yeah, <laughs> it's 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 very very unconventional method of uh, hitting on a, a woman. <laughs> but you're right. It turns out she was crying because her her dog was lost, and I don't know if they followed up on that too much. Did they? What happened? It was her dog that was lost. So yeah, it was her dog that was lost, and you know, I actually think that it ended up being the pregnant dog that Poppins ended up getting pregnant. And that's the dog that they took to the back alley um, to end up having the abortion performed by Z. So, you know, they're, they're, they're kind of a little bit worried about that. And, and the female owner, she's, she's at this point, she's really just, she's kind of out of it. And her focus is on her dog. It's not really on running the salon. So Dee decides that she's finally going to go in and get this haircut. And because the salon owner was just all bent out of shape uh, trying to find her dog, Dee decided that she was going to go ahead and chop off her hair herself uh, with dull, rusty scissors. And, you know, at this point, this was kind of, uh, wouldn't you agree that it's always sunny in Philadelphia? There's always a moral to every episode. Oh, yeah, very moral uh, uh, series. I mean, no question about it. Right, right. So, yeah, I, I think that kind of the moral of this episode here um, is that Dennis, Dennis said that he realizes that women can't be stopped from doing what they want to do with their own bodies. So, you're going to need a safe place like the salon to make what he says are stupid and selfish decisions instead of doing it themselves. And, you know, Dee, she's She's so upset about her haircut that she ends up 100% agreeing. And, and Mac and Frank, both, are, are, and Charlie, they're all three kind of just observing as, as Dee is, is basically having a meltdown. And, and they, yeah. all, they all decide to announce. I forget who says it first. But they're I like, think it was Charlie. Charlie just goes, you know, I think I've lost interest in this whole topic. I don't even care anymore. And you can tell that just really eats at D that all of a sudden Mac, Charlie, and Frank, they just lost interest. Now that she actually cut her hair, they don't even care. Yeah, they, yeah, they don't care at all. Yeah, they're, they're, they're ready to move on to the next thing. Yeah, they're, they're completely ready to move on. <laughs> so, you know, of course, Dee's stuck with this haircut. But, you know... Frank being the wonderful dad that he is, um, Frank ends up saving the, the day. And he actually ends up taking uh, D to Z 
the same guy that performed the uh, dog abortion. Uh, so he can fix her hair. And to be honest, her hair ended up looking just like it did before. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah. yeah, so see, it looked like that he did a really good job. Um, and at this point, you know, they're saying that he did a good job, and he kind of reveals that the hair came from Border Collie, which, of course, is the salon owner's dog that, uh, that obviously ended up passing away. Um, in that back alley. Oh, and that I, I, I didn't put that together. Okay, that makes sense. Okay. Yes, yes. Yeah, and that was the end of the episode, so. I think one thing we missed is when, when Frank was trying to convince Dee not to get her hair cut, he started offering her that he would buy her a car. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that If part. she yeah, didn't he, get her hair cut, he brought her to a salon. Frank claims that he himself used to have just a, a great head of hair and that he oh, shaved yeah. it off one day because he could have made some money. He sold it to a wig shop and the hair never grew back. Oh yeah. Yeah. Frank had a picture and he had this long, luxurious, uh, set of locks on his head. And, uh, and yeah, yeah, he, he, he was, he was basically telling her, yeah, I shaved it off and it never ended up growing back. And, uh, you know, the, the, the card, uh, salesman Frank says that that's actually his hair that that guy's using as a toupee. So every once in a while, Frank Frank comes back periodically to visit him, which I think is nice. You know, he's making sure that he takes care of his hair. Always making real creepy comments about, "Hey, I hope you use that commission." Yeah, to, yeah, to yeah, buy, yeah. To yeah, buy yeah. some conditioner and and shampoo. <laughs> Just real awkward little little details, and the guy's kind of yeah, weirded yeah, out. Like he doesn't, he doesn't even know what Frank's talking about. No, 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 no. But at the same time, you could tell he's he's playing with his toupee. He like he's on to Frank. Like he he doesn't know why Frank's making these references, but but you know he's he's like this guy knows what's up with my hair. But overall, very good episode. I agree, a hundred percent. Great episode. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. Never gets old. Um, you know, I was thinking, and if you have any any ideas, we could continue to do episode reviews in the future, and we could e- even branch out, and we could do another like you know, I like curb your enthusiasm has some pretty super awkward episodes, which I absolutely love. Or if you had any other you know nominations, I think we need to be selective, but they need to have yeah. a general, very wholesome. Uh, message to them like it's always sunny does absolutely yeah yeah like we said there, there's there's a moral to every story it's uh, every episode um yeah good family show exactly and that's good the, yeah. the good wholesome content uh yeah. that i'm looking for on the kelly patrick show of course jamel before absolutely. before we wrap the episode up of course like i said a couple weeks ago roe v wade was overturned by the supreme court and that mm-hmm. has been a very political thing. Of course, with this episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, once again, season um, season 14, episode 9, it had kind of undertones to um, abortion. The, right. I will ask, Jamel, before we wrap things up, on a serious note, I know, you know, lighthearted episode, but I do need to make this serious in a way. I'll ask you, Jamel, I'll ask you, Jamel, what are your thoughts on abortion and Roe v. Wade? 
Well, I mean, honestly, I, I don't feel like that I'm necessarily qualified to, uh, you know, say anything on this. You've, you've had a lot of political episodes, Kelly. Um, and actually one person that I'd be very curious to hear his opinion on this, uh, would be Daryl Ray. So I really think that you should do a political episode with Daryl Ray on this subject personally. I'm open to that. I love the idea. Uh, right now, Daryl Ray is taking a hiatus from social media, but you and I both know because of obviously he's good friends. Uh, you know, he's a good friend of both of ours. Um, we're in a group, a group text with him off of social media, just on our phones and right. I'll, I'll reach out to him and see what I can do with that. Speaking of which, Daryl Ray is looking great lately. He's been sending some pictures to us in the group chat. <laughs> and- he's been sending some pictures in the group chat. Yeah. He looks good, and all jokes he's aside, he, good, he looks really lean, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's uh, he's lost a ton of weight, man. He's looking fit and in shape. I believe that he's getting ready to uh, to break some faces again. Yeah. From what I hear. There's, yeah. a, there's always, um, you know, talk of him possibly getting back in the cage. We'll have to wait and see. But regardless, it's good to see someone who's uh, uh, trimming down, feeling good, and is in great shape like Daryl Ray is right now. I love it. Absolutely, 100%. Jamel, great episode. I will have to set that up. You will. You have my word. You'll get a Daryl Ray episode uh, about the topic of abortion. I'll make that happen awesome. very soon. And once again, Jamel, I really appreciate you joining me for the episode today. Have a great rest of your evening, Jamel. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Kelly. I want to thank everyone for tuning in to The Kelly Patrick Show. Of course, we will have another episode out soon. 